Hey, Becky. Hey, Dusty. Hey, everybody. It's Becky time. <laughs> um, it's easiest way to learn the tarot ever with Becky and that other guy. Uh, I am that other guy, the author of The Easiest Way to Learn the Tarot Ever and uh, Advanced Tarot Secrets. And um, we got a fun little show for you today that's highly educational. And so I hope that you'll take notes because we're going to teach you uh, a new game. So, Becky, we were talking about doing trumps. Mm-hmm. Why trumps? By the way, folks, this isn't unrehearsed. I, this isn't. Wait, this isn't unrehearsed. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Um, seriously, why trumps? What's uh, what's so uh, Miracle Max? What's so what's so important about trumps? Well, I think as we're just kind of continuing on with this series, which could possibly be entitled. Becky's issues with certain cards of the tarot having done um kind of the court cards um we've had a look at reversals I think the next one with the trumps I think because I think they're harder because um as you say um you know the suits are kind of the nitty-gritty day-to-day and we tend to see the trumps as the kind of big event so it's almost that kind of uh, you know you have that initial freeze and you know one of the things that I'm always big on with myself is anything that breaks down that freeze because if I'm not careful that freeze kind of turns into a desolate wasteland and you lose your flow and everything else so by addressing the cards that do tend to make you just kind of pause for breath when they first come up I think it breaks them down kind of demystifies it all and hence the fact I think we need to do trumps I think that's a capital idea I well in that case um much to nobody's surprise because I guess I kind of leaked it out already um, let's come up with a game and uh, see if we can find a fun way to get some practice in with the trumps and not make it so uh, memorize this and Kabbalah that numerology mm. this and maybe even and then a little astrology just to really you know mess with people's minds so uh, oh I know I know it um, I've even got a fun name for it let's call it the fool's journey and It'll be like, uh, I'll tell you what, you'll come up with a scenario, uh, and then uh, then you come up with, because um, I wanna I wanna use this as a testing technique in our in our academy, so you'll come up with a scenario, kind of like you're an interviewer and I'm like the job interviewee, so it's all in your court. You got mm-hmm. the scenario, you're like um, blah blah blah. I was, you know, uh, let's take it something like out of the news or something, you know, something big cultural like. Election, politics, celebrities, but just nothing, uh, nothing too gory. And then a random celebrity, because everybody knows who a celebrity is, and or everybody knows, like you just mentioned, uh, Ronald McDonald. Everybody knows who that guy is, but it has to be random. Can't be somebody um, associated with that. So you got to fish out of water. So we got you take a scenario and then take a random celebrity and you put that celebrity in the scenario. And then we do like the 12 labors of Hercules. This yep. person's just trying to get through their day. And they have to face, you have to face 12. Is it, uh, wait, um, one, two, five, three, so three. <laughs> See, people are laughing. People who know that, they're like, ah, I know where you can live with that. So um, 
11. You have to face 11 challenges of Hercules, 11 tasks. Uh, or if you want to do like the full 22, like a full 18 rounds of golf, you're like, ah, I can do this. And you can do all 22 cards. But you only play this with the trumps, obviously. So um, we're going to do this upright, or all the cards upright, make it nice and simple. So, so far, it's all you. You come up. Oops, <laughs> I'm waving my cards at you. They're about to throw in the flank. <laughs> um, you come up with a scenario, and you, 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 and then you come up with a celebrity, and then just to really put the screws to me, so that I can't practice ahead or go. Oh, yeah, you pull a card. So it's like, yeah. uh, let me let me kill a scenario real quick. Okay, so uh, let's see. I got the news up. Uh, blah, 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 Okay, Prince Harry. Prince Harry, right, Prince Harry. That's an easy one. And um, 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 Arnold Schwarzenegger is to be the apprentice host. Oh, that's cool. So um, you're fired. Will you you try? won't be back. You won't be back. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, so like what, what you said. Do that one more time. You won't be back. Yeah. <laughs> so it's probably what he sounds like now too. He's like, oh, I'm old, but I'm still kick your ass. Yeah, probably. <laughs> He's like, so um, Arnold is like Prince Harry's boss, which makes no sense. Which is is funny because you know, mm -hmm. like, why the hell would Prince Harry go on the on the Apprentice? Well, because hey. It's, it's uh oh they could have all kinds of fun they can oh fifth in line huh how about that it's like uh, yeah this is my backup plan and uh and and you know prince harry seems like a fun guy he seems like you know he just he'd, he'd, he'd have fun with it um okay so then like here are 11 things that that uh schwarzenegger makes him do he's like okay um uh, okay oh so i threw it together so um i'll throw you um um uh, a card. So the first thing Schwarzenegger says is, um, "This is your first task. It is the mm -hmm. tower. There's a tower. Get to the chopper." Um, <laughs> so Prince Tower, Prince Harry has to tower. He has to go do something, shake something up. You know, you know. Damn it, Eddie! You know what the words are? Yep. So throw me just a random idea that Prince here. I know I just threw you around uh, totally under the bus. Oh, okay. If we're going straight into it now, okay. So, oh, just, um, just one or two. I you don't. This is just to set it up. Okay. So task number one. Um, he sends to, says to Prince Harry, right? I want you to take your team. Um, I've got a derelict building here. I want you to tear everything down. Um, oh, and cool. He gets to be a demolition guy. Demolition guy, um, but then I want you to turn it into an all singing, all dancing adventure building where people can do those. Um, what is it they call it? Base jumping, where people jump without yeah. parachutes. Yeah, so right. that's well, his first they, they, they task. Do. You they need... do have a parachute, just like they... derelict building, set up a base jumping center. Yay! Oh, okay, and uh, fine, you'll be back. <laughs> you'll be back. Uh, strength card. Okay, task number two. Um, Prince Harry isn't overly keen on this, but um, Arnold sort of says, right, I want you to set up um, a big game um, hunting experience. 
Harry decides he's going to sabotage the whole thing because after the whole kind of Cecil the Lion, that's not a good thing. So Harry decides to use his ingenuity rather than setting up a big game hunting thing. He decides to take a chance. If he's not back next week, he's stuck by his principles. So instead of a big game hunting experience, he set up a kind of hands on meet a lion, come and play with the big cats, give them a hug. You'll realize how lovely they are and you'll never want to kill anything for fun again. Um, so he thwarts the task slightly, but has set up this kind of meet the big cats experience. I love it. OK, one more just to get Prince uh, Prince uh, Harry in trouble. Um, <laughs> girly, <laughs> not girly man, girly, you a star. You bring me girly. I'm sorry. Right, this I can really is where, stop doing the Arnold thing. This really, is where I was going to say your accent's better than mine. This is where Arnold's decided, right, I'm really going to test the mettle of uh, this old Prince Harry as one of my um, kind of apprentices. So he sends him off to a nudist camp with Harry completely unaware that all of his um, actions are being filmed. Wait, and you realise if the Queen is listening to this, our heads are going to be rolling. Of course, of course. But bearing in mind, in real life, Harry was caught being filmed naked in a hot tub oh, in Las that's Vegas, right. partying with several people. So this is Arnold knows this. So he's decided he's going to test Harry and see what he's like when he goes. What he didn't realise is the first woman, this wasn't the kind of nudist Connolly that you tend to get where everyone's kind of a bit saggy with a few more roles than they should have and not necessarily the people you'd like to see um naked this is kind of an la nudist camp where the women look like supermodels and harry basically spends the whole time sitting on the side of the pool perving away <laughs> watching the women um if it's a task on the apprentice it's gone in one ear and out the other because he's just in thrall and if this is what being arnold's apprentice is like sign him up now Okay, I love it. I always knew Harry was the fun one. No offense to William, but he's just like he's done yeah. this for real already. Hot tub party, there he is. Hey, it's good to be the king, or yeah, well, you know, as uh, as Mel Brooks would say, it's good to be the other guy. Okay, so um, right, so that was easy. All right, so just to make sure everybody understands, um, first player just keeps dealing out random cards. Um, and the second player just, just fields them. Just, you know, it's like, just like, um, uh, just like a batter and a pitcher, just going to keep throwing the softballs in, or maybe a few screwballs or spitballs or whatever. And you just keep swinging away and we'll see if we hit him uh, you know, 11, 11 cards or thereabouts, you know, 11 sounds like a good number, right? Mm -hmm. Um, sin, if you're the dealer, don't be too tyrannical. Don't be like, I don't know. You didn't go far enough, you know. Keep it light. Keep it fun. Um, give the person a chance to breathe. And if you're the one uh, getting the cards, just relax. Just take them at face value. Try to have some fun with it. This is why we do the whole celebrity thing and the fish out of water where, excuse me, where the celebrity obviously doesn't fit the scenario because we're trying to break the tension. We're trying to make it fun. Uh, no actual celebrities are harmed in this game, in the making of this game. Mm -hmm. um, and just keep it light and quick. Um, look at the cards at face value or see what the card says to you at that particular moment. But the, the point of this game is to build your reflexive spot analysis of the trumps. Uh, you know, we, I want you to just 
be able to see them, relax, enjoy them, and not get freaked out when they come up in the spread. Because we can memorize and study trumps all we want. Um, but when they come up, if we don't have this kind of experience, I, again, I've got 22 cards right here in my hand. Every one of them is a trump. The only way I can get away with from the trumps is to turn, turn the cards over and look at the backs of the cards. Ooh, the pretty backs are so harmless. Nobody's afraid of the back of a card. It's like, <laughs> oh, I love you, back of the card. It's, it's when I turn you over, it's like, ah, it's the empress, it's the devil, it's the chariot. What does it all mean? So uh, we're going to break ourselves of that, and we're not going to do it by, by like, I'm going to memorize things and, and, and become rigid because life doesn't work like that. So we don't want our tarot card readings to work in ways that life doesn't work because not only what I, I mean we're not we're not all predicting the future we're not at all solving people's problems we're not all listening to the voice of god coming in and saying uh, by the way i'm trying to you know I'm giving you some pictures i sent you a helicopter and a boat what more do you want um we're just making it easy for ourselves to go oh yeah you know kind of limbering up you know as i said flat my arms you guys can't really see me do it but I'm, in my mind i'm in Olympic gymnast like limbering up and you know so that's what we're doing here um what do you think Becky I I think this is brilliant and I think like with all the exercises that we do because I know just with that really quick example um haha I threw you under the bus Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. So to a real life example, then, if that was a reading scenario and I've suddenly got um, three trump cards come up in front of me and I'm, you know, dealing with someone sat in front of me, real life scenario with the pressure. But I think this is the, the whole point where these exercises, because for me, it's the fun element, the fact that they then become fun, I'm enjoying them. And then before you know it, the way you've designed all of your exercises, you've trained your brain so that in a real life reading scenario, that same kind of mental reflex is there. And it just it just flows. It stops being a kind of something to be scared of. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, imagine the alternative. Um, I, I know readers, none of my students, fortunately. None of them that I haven't flogged into submission. Uh, <laughs> but I, I know readers. Oh, I just do a three-card spread. I don't need. I don't want to do a big giant spread. In other words, I'm afraid of a big giant spread. I don't like all the, you know, having to shuffle and shuffle and shuffle until they get a ding. I just just pull out three cards. So you pull out three cards with no real question. You're just like, yeah, whatever the client said, and you get three trumps, and two of them are reversed. Uh, well, you're screwed, blued, and tattooed. That was the third card was tattooed. I see we tattoo him, then we blew him. Um, why should we let him go? So, okay, fine. Enough, enough. Just, really, I need to stop. Hit me. Tell you what, my cards are going down, face down. I am not allowed to use my cards. Um, I, I'm like on some seventies game show or whatever. I put on a little like nighttime sleepy time blindfolder or whatever so that um uh, all i can use is my imagination and you have to set the scene so give me a scenario and throw in some wacky celebrity um i don't know okay so we have the kind of do -do 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 spotlight oh, yeah. comes down um, right um okay so um oh um 
ladies of the world be still our beating hearts justin bieber's been on the ellen show declaring that he is now single and ready to mingle um so ladies brace exactly so ladies brace yourself so justin is sat on the sofa having his little chat with ellen i read um, about this he actually went on tv to say i'm single you know you want some of this Yay! I, sign me up. I want to. I want to be able to put me on that TV show where I can just go on on the couch and go, eh, eh. How about that? Well, maybe this is going where I'm going wrong. I need to get myself on the <laughs> show and say, hey, guess what, boys? Anyway, so Justin's there. He's selling himself. He's letting everybody know that he's out there and he's single and he's ready to mingle. And Ellen does her talky bit and everything else and then she sort of says okay just then you know she kind of ready for her next guest and she said now ladies and gentlemen we're going to introduce our next guest um time travel is now possible and in walks mother teresa rapturous applause <laughs> <laughs> so poor old poor old mother teresa sitting down um on the sofa looking at justin looking at ellen ready and braced and the chariots so we're doing it from Mother Teresa's um, Mother Teresa's perspective. Hmm, the black and white thing, the the nun habit. Uh, I, I'm so mm-hmm. I swear to Christ, I'm going to like. Okay, that just did it. <laughs> yeah, already going to hell. I swear to Christ, I'm going to hell for this. So she figures, okay. There's nothing she can say to get inside this guy's skull. There's no way that she can redeem him. So she goes for shock and awe, total value. Um, she goes, uh, so, Justin, you ever had a three-way with a nun? Because get it, that, that he's he's all macho and look at me. And, I'm, and, and well, there's a lesbian, un, an unavailable woman, uh, and uh, I mean, presumably, I mean, I respect it completely. And then another, another mm-hmm. unavailable woman. And so, like, she's really just um, making a joke about his 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 machizo and and how it's like <laughs> he couldn't get laid in a whorehouse, you jerk, and a lesbian and a nun here, which which not not your type, <laughs> or you're not our type. So yeah. So, yeah. So, as the, as Wait, the audience... Lightning clouds are forming overhead. <laughs> Sorry. Well, as the audience are now picking their jaws up from the floor... Yeah. <laughs> the hermit. Oh, let's see. So, her, her second labor, the hermit. Uh, oh, that's a tough one. Okay, so, see, now, again, let me make sure I have the rules right. From Mother Teresa. I know, I just made up this game, folks. We've never played this before. <laughs> we'll find out if we're bombing or not. Still, uh, from Mother Teresa's perspective. Mother Teresa, yeah, again, like the 12 labors of, of Hercules. She has to uh, she has to face down this challenge. It's like, like a Dr. Seuss book. Oh, the interesting people you will meet. So, this confronts her. Um... I want to bring in a, a different person into this scenario, like like have somebody come in, 
because uh, I was thinking like Justin Bieber's father, because uh, that would make sense in the sense of Herman Hermit, and that would make sense of like she's confronted by this. But uh, uh, no, oh, you know what? Oh, I got it. Sorry, it took me it took me a, a a moment to figure this out, and and I want you guys to see <laughs> the old man gets stumped. What's because he's got a tiny brain, <laughs> so it's okay if you get stumped. She's just, you know, she thought she scored points with like, woo, woo, look at me. Die, shut you up, you little punk. He gets up on his chair. Right. Wait, let me say, are we sitting comfortably? Right. So he jumps up on his chair, grabs the microphone up above his head and says, oi, hey. He starts gyrating. He says, let me show you. Start singing a little song. Let me show you about the ways of love. And he starts schooling her on sexual positions because i swear i'm going to hell with mother Teresa. um he starts going around on sexual positions because see he's the hermit he's like i am enlightening you to things that you have no idea about <laughs> okay i'm gonna call that a win <laughs> and well I, done <laughs> well, it took me five minutes of like ah oh. <laughs> okay um Okay, so again, now Mother Teresa's thinking, man, I shouldn't have thrown that nun three-way at him to begin with because, man, have I got my uh, comeuppance. So the next uh, challenge she's now facing in this particular talk show scenario is strength. Strength. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. So she's like, oh, you know what? Because uh, she walked in. He's all like, ladies, ladies, look at me. I'm, you know, I'll have all five of you lined up waiting outside my door when I get home tonight. And she's like, well, you know what? You're kind of a prize horse, aren't you? And she grabs him by the teeth and opens his mouth and says, who says you can't look a gift horse in the mouth? And so she's like, you know, trying to uh, uh, make fun of him righteously i mean rightfully so but probably righteously so because she's like if you're going to act like an animal i will treat you like an animal mm. okay and then death <laughs> i should say she prays to god but beaver dies on the spot but i don't think mother Teresa would ever do i don't that. think she would <laughs> <laughs> okay mother Teresa. <laughs> Mother Teresa just looks at Justin Bieber and says, you must change your ways. It is not going to go well for you. This, like, I am too sexy for my jockstrap mentality that you have is no way of picking up on girls. You have to stop. That's over. That's done. Find yourself a new routine. So she's okay on, on the how not the right way of picking up girls, but uh, but how inappropriate his behavior is, and and forces him to stop that immediately. Stop that! Not even a proper skit. <laughs> now temperance. She says to him, she's like, okay, Ellen. We need some wine because <laughs> didn't like their wine. <laughs> she pours them both a wine and she says, look, son, it's about balance. Yes, women like bad boys. So I heard um, women respect strength. So I've heard. Um, but 
you can't just get out there and waggle that thing in people's face. You need balance. A little bit of bravado and a little bit of romance. And she tries to tell him that there, there's two sides that, uh, to the whole thing and that he's got to learn to blend. Yeah. Okay, the sun. Um, she says, you keep wa- waving that tallywhack around, you're going to have more kids than you know what to do with. <laughs> Starting next week. Okay, the high priestess. Is my minute up yet? No, <laughs> you're nearly there. High priestess. Um, she ordains Ellen as a high priestess of the church of something or other and says tag you're it this one's your problem and walks off stage drops the mic Chris Rock style bing I'm out of here okay (laughs) the star you're nearly done oh oh The joke is on Justin Bieber. It never was Mother Teresa. It was a stripper uh, all the time. That uh, is like one of these like stupidly hot strippers that that dresses up in the nun costume and and she starts crawling all over a horrified Justin Bieber. Uh, <laughs> and Rod Stewart's song comes on from the seventies. If you want my body and you think I'm sexy, and she's like just crawling all over him, and he's like ah ah ah, and it turns out then she's like bling la, I'm a stripper, and then she says, oh by the way, <laughs> I don't like you, and then walks away, leaves him brokenhearted. <laughs> The Hierophant. Ah! Johnny Carson is rolling over in his grave, going, is this what our talk shows have descended to? <laughs> Apologies to Johnny Carson. And Mother <laughs> Teresa. And Ellen. The Empress. My God. My God, woman. You've got two more. You're nearly there. Keep going. She walks out and she just steps in front of Justin Bieber and goes, you're my baby daddy. (laughs) And I want the entire world to know because, oh, is this not Maury Povich? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So she points at uh, Justin Bieber and goes, oh, yeah, yeah. You want to. Hey, hey, girls, by the way, see this? You could be next. Okay, now you can wipe the sweat from your, sweat from your brow. The last one, Wheel of Fortune. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah, I don't even know if that's a game show. Oh, I mean, this song. Um, um, I, I can't do the Vanna White thing because I already did the stripper thing. Look, really, Vanna White. Um, she says, uh, she says to Justin. Enjoy the good times while they last, my little my little diminutive friend. And she takes her fingers and pinches them together, like to emphasize the point. My little little friends and all the girls go hee hee hee. <laughs> it's like because very soon you're gonna wind up in the basement without a ladder. The end. That, that's it. I quit. I. 
It was hard. <laughs> right, right. Rapturous applause. I think it's harder than it looks, isn't it? I, I hope people had fun listening to it. Um, I, I, I certainly had fun torturing you, but I'm a bit worried now. It's my turn. <laughs> some of those, some of those were easier than others, and mm. uh, of course, you know, I had fun, but I felt really bad going on on the air. I, I'm going on live live whatever this thing is and um and recording um i probably got a fatwa on my head now for like insulting <laughs> teresa i'm like no didn't insult her anything. she was an upstanding good person put in a horrible scenario and we m- muddled through for her because she's mm-hmm. a good person um but that justin beaver is a <laughs> stupid bob barker he did guy uh okay my turn um, 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 Taco, you can go and get a taco and get shit face drunk. Marriage made in heaven. I love it, man. I mean, what mm. could possibly go wrong? Uh, cheap wine and cheap food. Exactly. Win win. From the Pepsi company or the Yum company, <laughs> which owns Pepsi and Taco Bell and Kentucky Fried Chicken and maybe Burger King, I, Pizza Hut, I, a whole lot of places. Um, Yay! So I I just can't wait to see um, the reality TV show stars just all on this one. Just yeah, this looks like a problem. Okay, so speaking of it, so so let's see. Somebody walks somebody walks in uh, the door. The Pope walks in the door to buy a chupa. Um, not the Pope. Um, cause we've already no, done, we've already done Mother Teresa. I'm not going to hell with you. <laughs> I got one. Go on. I'm going to hit you right where, where uh, in your home court. Um, who's that guy? Uh, we don't like him over here. Well, okay, maybe some people do. But um, um, but he's like really uh, English jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, top Gear. Oh, Jeremy Clarkson. That guy. That guy. Is rah, yes. rah, rah, rah. Got himself fired. Yeah. So uh, he walks in. He's like, you know. Hey, <laughs> I just happened. I would think I can sink a pint or two, uh, but there's no pubs around. Because there's all all, the, all there is is this uh, Taco Bell and uh, and uh, with red wine. And he's got a he's got a, a bag full of quarters, and uh, he's looking to he's looking to tie one on at Taco Bell. Okay. So Jerry McClarkson uh, walks into a bar, and hilarity ensues. Um, so he's standing in line and let's say that the, um, the, uh, lady or the person doesn't have to be a lady behind the counter is, uh, not exceptionally impressed. You're not a fan of the show. Just, just to make it a little bit more fun. All right. That's it. The, the, the rest, you can build the entire world. Um, Jerry mm-hmm. McClark's in a Taco Bell trying to order some wine and, uh, some kind of um, Americanized uh, Mexican dish, and uh, his first encounter, your first challenge, uh, is judgment. 
Ah, okay. Well, the woman behind the counter isn't going to even attempt to hide how she's feeling for him. So before he's even had a chance to open his mouth and say, good lady, let me try some of your wares and your super fab Merlot, which I think would go really well with one of those burrito thingies. Um, she decides to lay into him um, and lay out right the fact that um, it was quite right that he'd got fired for the shut from his show, for thumping his producer. How did he feel? Could he accept the fact that the backlash he'd had uh, or lack of in the British press um, was making him feel and you know was he now seeing the error of his ways okay and his next challenge is the pool ah well <laughs> Jeremy Clarkson stands there looks her in the eye says babe because he's that kind of man that he would call <laughs> a woman he didn't know babe Babe, let me tell you, listen, love, I've walked to the cliff. I've looked over the precipice me me more times than I care to remember. Have you watched Top Gear? Have you seen the adventures we have? We go all over the world. Throwing a Land Rover over the side of a cliff is nothing to me. I laugh in the face of that kind of thing. What do I care if I got in trouble? So basically, I want to try... I'm going to try the Cabernet Sauvignon with the rice dish. And just to add, just to show his kind of devil may care attitude, he decides, forget the fact that it's states, the states and your smoking laws are probably stricter than ours. <laughs> he's going to he's going to spark up one of his Marlboro Reds and stand there and look her in the eye while she gets his order. Yay! <laughs> Hierophant. Oh, OK. Well, as he's doing all of this and he's posturing and he's doing his machismo thing and he's got his marble red going and he's waiting for his order and everything else, what he fails to notice in the corner is um, one of the uh, editors-in-chief for The Telegraph, which is one of our broadsheet papers, who comes over with his notebook and um, says, well, Jeremy, I've just I've noted your behaviour and it's being taken down. So just be warned that next week this story will be going out. The British public will be sitting and listening while I tell them exactly the kind of person that you are, exactly what I think of you, exactly what your behaviour is like. And the fact that you are now standing by the counter of the first Taco Bell in America to be selling alcohol, smoking your marble red, mouthing off and basically portraying um, the British male in this particular way to our American compatriots yay jeremy i'm an instant fan <laughs> he's got a little john wayne in him uh <laughs> the chariot <laughs> jeremy clarkson basically turns around and says look dude have you even looked at my cv do you see what i do for a living i make programs about out cars look at this picture look at this picture look at this picture look at what i've done do you think i honestly care what you think i'm a man i wear jeans i smoke i drink wine in taco bell i drive cars for a living bring it on the star and not only do i stand here smoking my marble reds, drinking wine and driving cars for a living, which comes with all of that. I may portray myself in the press as the kind of happily married man. But when you look underneath, 
you then find out about my affair with my little blonde researcher and the fact that you want to talk about your journalists. Your journalists are the one that got me in trouble with my wife with your long distance lenses that took the photo of me and my little blonde researcher while she was butt naked outside my tent, just about to walk in and have a late night meeting in heavily inverted commas. The world. <laughs> Sorry, I'm enjoying, your, I'm enjoying your story. Sorry, you, do you know what? You give me a story to tell, I can run for hours. Yay. So I'm just waiting for the slander lawsuit to hit tomorrow. Yeah, I make, um, this had never happened. No, no, this is, wait, what is this? Uh, uh, none of uh, none of these events have actually transpired. Yeah. Uh, this has nothing to do with anybody alive, living or dead, whatever. It's yes. pure coincidence, yeah. Um, wait, Jeremy so Jerkson. Like, um, like, um, um, Darrell's chickens. Exactly. Um, yes. Okay. The easiest, easiest get out for me was the fact that we used to have a tabloid newspaper called the News of the World. Yes. So, so With, uh, you know, uh, redheaded lady Rebecca. Yes. Demos. Was it Brooks? Brooks. Yes. Yes. Brooks. Yeah. So oh. Jeremy Clarkson oh. says, "You're from the Telegraph." Do you think I even care what a paper like you writes about me? Do you think your readers care what a middle-aged, semi-drunken, hard-smoking, hard-drinking presenter of a programme about cars, which is essentially a group of men still acting like teenage boys, do you think they <laughs> care what they think? I dream of being on the front of the news of the world. The news of the world are what the real people of Britain read, and they're the ones that are going to love me and salute what I'm doing. Yay, the sun. The sun. So while all of this is going on, he's he's had his, you know, all the rest of the, the, the poor American diners that have come in because they've been <laughs> attracted by kind of the banners out the front and the flags that are out and the kind of come into the first Taco Bell in the States that's serving alcohol while they're stood there with jaws open at this kind of chauvinist pig display going on jeremy just kind of flicks what hair he's got left back struts out knowing all eyes are on him leans casually against the wall sun on his face knowing that the photographer in the corner from the news of the world is getting him at his best best angle and just sits there and waits let people look at him let him see who he is there's no such thing as bad publicity yeah, the moon. Ah, or is there such a thing as bad publicity? <laughs> okay, in amongst all of this, while he's kind of um, presented this kind of devil-may-care attitude to the world, you know, he's stomping around in his boots and he's kind of... Um, I am who I am. Don't you know who I am? I'm going to smoke in your store. I'm going to wait for my feed. I'm going to drink wine with my taco. All of a sudden, that little seed of doubt kicks in his head and he's kind of like inside. It's sort of, should I possibly rein this in a little bit? Am I going to be seen the wrong way? What if the American press don't like me as much as the British press do? And rather than put me on as a kind of modern day anti-hero I'm just going to get absolutely slated and the new career that I want in the States is going to be ruined so they might not quite so the paranoia starts to creep in he's not going to let it show but he's trying very hard not to bite his nails and start worrying about how he's really being portrayed and that's why we can't have nice things 
I, I absolutely love it. I'm, I'm going to stop right now uh, after however many cards because I am, um, I am stunned and amazed. I've been, uh, I lay that golden fiddle on the ground at Johnny's feet, which is like the American kind of country rock hillbilly song that you probably haven't heard before, which uh, guess people will light on you. So, mm. excellent. Yeah, see, this is why I love doing this, because you make this show fun. Not just for me, but um, I get so many emails. Like, ah, we love Becky. I'm like, Yay. <laughs> I'm glad you like Becky. I'm here, too. <laughs> My name's on the marquee. <laughs> I really... Um, I have so much fun with this. Um, okay, so what did we learn today? Well, we learned that um, Skype cuts out a lot. Um, but, oh, as in Microsoft bought Skype, and uh, so we got to find a new service. Mm. Uh, maybe we'll try Line or WhatsApp or something like that. In the meantime, um, Trumps are not the, the boogeyman. Uh, they are not as easy to understand uh, at first because as as the pip cards because uh, at least uh, over here in uh, in the western world you know Britain and America because you guys invented it and people of course stole it um, the the pip cards actually have pictures on them uh, you know like people doing things so uh, it's easy to go. That man seems to be at work. Well, this must be this must whatever it is it must happen at work. Where Empress, oh, it's a lady sitting on a pillow. Oh, your mom is sitting on a pillow. Yeah, I mean this is just like it's the Trump cards don't have that zing and pop. So and of course then you know because oh, it's a major arcana. Ooh spooky so we get a lot of superstition and then the so-called tarot experts you know build up that superstition and it all goes back to levi and agrippa and and, uh, and the funny thing is that all of these um all the old guys um if you look back the world's so-called great tarot scholars christian white male it's like wow and, and generally old um uh, uh Jeblin. um uh, what's his name uh, i just said it levi uh even crowley son of a son of a preacher son of a preacher man um wait super super genius super catholic um they, there's a real st- strong sense of bias that these guys all believed in a, they, they tried to Christianize the Hebrew Kabbalah, which isn't core Hebrew teaching. It's, it came by, you know, later on down the road, um, and then said, you know, oh, well, this, you know, the 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 tarot is Egypt Egyptian, you know, and they, no offense, but the Egyptians and the, the Hebrews didn't really get along. I mean, if you believe that, read the Bible. That's kind of what you're supposed to believe. It's like, wow, you know, let my people go and all Red Sea and kind of uh, stuff like that. It's like, so how can the tarot be from Egypt and Kabbalistic? And it's and and it, you know, it's one of these things where they're just trying to mash everything together. And um, I don't like the unification thing. I don't like the unification thing uh, because 
it's literally just trying to force things together. Um, things can fit together organically. That's great. Yay. But square peg round hole, you know, it's like, um, well, it's from the future, but it's also from the past. It's like, okay. And we're just going to kind of throw it together. And this is what's really happened. So this is why the Trumps are so damn hard for people to understand is that the art is rather archaic. And I was looking at um, one of my Atea decks uh, just, just earlier today. And a lot, I, this is going to, we have a, we have a website coming up. Um, I'll tell you, soon we got it a little bit closer together. It's um, going to be a history site and it'll teach you a whole bunch of stuff. It's all free, you know, all free, 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 free. A uh, whole bunch of stuff about the tarot. Um, but I was looking at one of my Atea decks and I want to show you guys how much of Atea's artwork and symbolism literally got lifted by Pam and Art. No offense to them, you know, good job. But it's like, oh my God, this card's that card, this card's that card. So when people look at this and say, oh, the symbolism is this and the symbolism is that, it's like, you know what, they're just talking out of their ass. They just, they went into Taco Bell and started mouthing off. Um, because the symbolism was already there and they altered it and, you know, it's, it's just, it's cool. You know, you can, you don't like the art, you can change the art, make it your own. But then somebody comes by a hundred years later and says, oh no, it really means this, uh, without having to bother to, you know, to look at the history. Um, yeah, it's crap. So I just want all of you guys listening, if you've made it this far, to um, relax and let go. You know, if you really want to buy into the superstition of the tarot, via con Dios, just literally go with God. Have fun. Um, what I would prefer that you do is understand the basic goldfish bowl meanings of the cards. And uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Buy the book, take the course. You know, this book's twenty-two dollars. Um, well, actually, both twenty-two dollars. Good, easiest way to learn the tarot, and you got advanced tarot secrets, which will blow your fucking mind. No other book out there like it. Manifestation, dowsing, uh, distant past reading, remote viewing. Uh, it, it's all in there. It's been the same, and, and romance, and action, and it's a, you know, uh, two blaze. So it's all in there. Uh, and the course is like 10 bucks a week. You just can't get better than that. Um, it's like four hours of lessons every week. And you can take them or you can not take it. But uh, my job is to help you. My job is to uh, get you there. Please go to easytarotlessons.com. Take a look around. It's, uh, or go to Advanced Tarot Secrets. I'm, I need to work on that site a bit and uh, poke around. But the real thing where everything's going on is easytarolessons.com slash members. That's where the secret academy is. you got to find the door. Um, One dollar gets you started for the first month. If you don't like it, you can quit. <laughs> That's fine. You, know, you can have your dollar back if you want. All we are trying to do is teach you. All we are trying to do is make you absolutely fantastic. And we want to do it without dogma. We want to do it without trying to convince you we don't want to change your religion if you are not monotheistic uh christian or monotheistic any other you know monotheistic 
fine because you know a lot of a lot of pagans are like oh you know I, i'm polytheistic or i'm duotheistic great you know that's your own thing it floats your boat but when it comes to tarot all of a sudden i have to be uh hebraic it's like well no you're just insulting the jewish people by salad barring their religion by by pretending like i'm a jew light no you're not you know, stop stop making an idiot out of yourself so what I'm saying is that there is no religion inside the tarot other than the fact that it was invented, invented by a bunch of Catholics um, as a game. You know, 1440, give or take a few years. So if there's any religion, it's it's Jesus. It's Jesus this and Jesus that. That's, um, that's not Hebrew Kabbalah. Um, it's also not numerology. It's also not uh, pagan witchcraft or anything like that. Um, so if we take all that out, it's just a game that, uh, you know, game of cards. That really works very well for divination, especially when we use the techniques that we're teaching you here. If you would like more free lessons, please sign up for our uh, newsletter. You can get all of our free lessons. Just go to easytarolessons.com or advancedtarolsecrets.com and just sign up for our newsletter. Sign up, get our free lessons. And then, like, whenever we have free lessons, we just send you a little email. Hey, here's your free lesson. By the way, if you missed any, here's a whole bunch of links. It's pretty much about it. It's not really all that big of a deal. And if you really want to learn, just pop on over and, uh, you know, go to uh, easytarolessons.com and um, click on students log in here or click on easytarolessons.com slash members. It's not quite so much easy to find, but we're kind of an uh, exclusive club because um, we teach stuff that nobody else does. Anyway, that's the, uh, that's the rant. Um, the point is, this is just a silly little game we came up with to try to make it a little easier to not get all screwed up in the head about the Trumps. Because when you're out there reading in real life, you're going to have Trump cards, you're going to have aces, you're going to have court cards. These are the cards that screw everybody up. You're going to have your pip cards. You're going to have reverse cards. Um, we want you to be prepared for that. We have all kinds of reading techniques and, and advanced spread techniques and uh, if you follow our courses, we will help you get three to five times more information than pretty much anybody, uh, any other reader on the planet. Um, that's, that's just what we do. Becky, again, it's that time of the show or week. Somewhere out there is a Becky, a little Beckyta Jr. Ooh, Beckyta. Mm -hmm. Um, she's, uh, she's from a Latin country. And she's like, I'm Bequita. And I'm like, it's a pretty name. Um, going back a couple of years, what would you tell yourself? What would you say, oh, my God, I seriously, I know you've heard us say this over and over, but I wish you knew this. Free advice. Well, do you know what? Actually, slightly different to what I've said before, but it's just tonight's Kids, kind don't go to school. Pretty... Yes. <laughs> well, you no. said slightly different. Sorry. No, tonight's kind of proved it because, um, you know, I hope people listening to these don't think that we kind of sit down for 10 hours before and script it all out. And I'm reading A and then I kind of know that you're going to read B. They really are, like you said at the beginning, throwing me under a bus. It really is kind of. I can't help it. It's who I am. But they're, they're actually hearing the kind of the process and the, the, the conversation. So I think it's kind of people have to realize that the moments that 
you know, I may freeze or suddenly kind of that's, you know, that's genuine and it's there. But what what exercises like tonight have proved that I wish I actually I could go back and undo now is the fact that this whole learning process doesn't have to be rigid and fixed and giving you a headache and making it hurt and the fact that learning the tarot to kind of you don't have to kind of the only way you're going to be a serious tarot reader is to learn tarot with a serious approach and it's the fact that I because I know personally the times that I come away is when I've had fun that's when more seems to stick and things like this exercise kind of listening in one of the things that you know because obviously I'm kind of doing it but I'm processing as well because that's the way my brain works um you know one of the things that this evening's proved for me is the fact that how easily and I didn't think these words would ever come out of my mouth how easily the trump cards can fit I know we weren't coming up with real life situations but you know modern 21st century man smoking in a taco bell scenarios justin bieber jumping all over a couch you know the fact that these are cards that if i'd gone back five ten years ago i was giving myself major headaches because i'm kind of like this is really archaic and this is really fixed and i have absolutely no idea how i'm going to apply this to 21st century life and it's going to be a real struggle so i think the first thing is i wish i could go back and say actually you can enjoy this whole learning process because the more fun you have the more it's going to stick um and I think the second thing that's very definitely come from tonight is don't actually be scared and don't let the fear of kind of not quite getting it right letting you stop stop you doing the practice because actually you do have people that pretend to be your friends and throw you under a bus when people are listening and you're being recorded but um actually that's half the fun (laughs) Um, it's all right I'm not bitter Um, it's actually half the fun so like I say it's not a point I've actually made before but I'm having so much fun doing this series of podcasts and I'm actually learning so much because in the process of having fun the side of me that's going actually this is learning and this is really serious and I've got to get everything down is actually kind of switched off so tonight I would say to the mini me that's out there have fun during the process and just because it is fun doesn't mean to say that you're not learning a serious valid lesson um and number two is the fact that give the exercise we've just done a go because not only is it fun i don't think i have ever genuinely found the trump card so easy to fit real life situations until we were doing this through a game yeah yeah i i have to I have to agree with that. Uh, or uh, as my hero in life said, ditto. Lack of better words. Um, thanks, everybody, for being here. Um, we're probably going to do at least one, maybe a couple more on Trumps. Because uh, Trumps really get under people's heads. Mm-hmm. And uh, did some Trump ones. Trump, like, free episode lessons, podcasts, whatever. Like, I don't know, a couple of years ago. Um, but now it just seems like um, just too stuffy and British. Um, <laughs> I just want to uh, just shake it off. Um, a little less pomposity and a little bit more, fuck it, let's just try things out. And if they work, great. And if they don't, well, we just wasted 30 minutes, maybe 60 minutes of your life. Mm. But um, we'll try, you know, and, and I think that's the thing. 
and I want you guys to do that too. Just get out there and try and have fun. Uh, and, and I did say try. I'm not all you. There's no try. Of course, there's, there's try and there's fail and there's try and there's succeed. Um, there's trial and there's error. That's 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 the way life is. So just um, don't be afraid to try. Just get out there and have some fun, and and, uh, and you'll get the hang of it. And and our job, we're just here to make it easier for you. But you got to go out and do it. All right. If you have any questions or comments, please post. Um, other than that, I'd appreciate it if you could share this podcast. Um, let people know that we're out here. Um, do have a good number of listeners, but I'm always looking to help offend more people. <laughs> um, Becky, thank you so much for being here. Uh, let's do it again next week and see who we can cheese off then. Definitely. Thanks, Dusty. Bye. Bye. Okay, kitties. Now it's your turn. Head over to EasyTarotLessons.com for this week's tarot secrets and start practicing with your study buddy. Next week, we have something special for you that you won't want to miss.